Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to be, that's where we'll, wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it is available. Of course, you can find all of our great stuff free anywhere. I know I mentioned that already twice, but that's the whole point. It's free almost on a daily basis, so make sure you enjoy it when you can. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And unfortunately, the Braves ended the 2022 regular season with a 12-9 loss, a 12-9 loss to the Miami Marlins. But hey, <laughs> here's the exciting part. Who cares? <laughs> That's just straightforward, the reaction I feel most Braves fans had. Who cares? We won the division on Tuesday, didn't really have much to play for. I believe the quote-unquote hangover lineup still did their job. The pitching staff, eh, they struggled. But Matt Olson went deep, Marcelo Zuna went deep, William Contreras had another really good game. It was great to see the Braves having fun on offense in a game that didn't matter because they had earned the what they had set out to do at the start of this regular season, the division title, a first-round bye. We discussed plenty of that in yesterday's episode. But a big takeaway from yesterday's game is the fact that the Braves ended one of their better regular seasons in recent memory. As a matter of fact, I think that you can make the claim that this potentially was the best regular season Braves team we've seen in 20 years. I mean, record-wise, that certainly is the case. The Braves, 101-61. and The first time that they have won 100 games in the regular season since they did it in back-to-back seasons in 2022 and 2000, and, or excuse me, in 2002 and 2003. 101 games for the Braves this season, and it was spectacular to see. When you compare this Braves team, the depth, the overall talent, when you compare this team on paper to last year's team, this team is significantly better. And I know that that's hard to say with the fact that last year's team won the World Series, but numbers suggest that that truly is the case. And as I mentioned, you know, wins-wise obviously make it, you know, valid to say this is one of the better teams, one of the better regular seasons the Braves have had in recent memory, but it's backed by a certain, you know, some certain statistics that truly show why this team was so successful. For one, 
they finished with the second highest amount of home runs in franchise history. 243 home runs this season. The only time the Braves surpassed that amount was in 2019 when they hit 249. Now, that 2019 team had 97 regular season wins, really got hot at the end. They had a higher OPS. They scored more runs. If you want to make the claim that the 2019 Braves team had a better lineup, I, I can get behind that. I can understand where that it makes sense. That is certainly understandable. But it's not just the offense that makes the whole team. While the Braves' offense was outstanding in terms of its ability to use power to consistently win games, what really stood out about this year's team compared to recent years when the Braves were winning division titles is how good the pitching staff was, and especially when it came to the Braves' ability to produce strikeouts. Look at the numbers. Over the past five years, in which the Braves have won their division title. They had a 3.75 team ERA in 2018, a 4.20 ERA in 2019, a 4.46 ERA in the pandemic-shortened 2020 season, a 3.89 ERA last year. This year, a 3.40 ERA. The lowest team ERA over a regular season since the 2014 Braves. And the big reason why is the strikeout. This Braves team produced 1,554 strikeouts this season, second in the majors this year in terms of total team strikeouts after the New York Mets. But in terms of the Braves franchise, the Braves pitching staff produced 131 more strikeouts this season than in any other single season previously in franchise history. Now, a couple of reasons as to why that was the case was a bullpen, a structured bullpen, that the Braves have continued to evolve into being able to produce strikeouts more consistently. But, of course, the other big key factor is the emergence of Spencer Strider, a player that we've seen produce strikeouts at a level that a Braves pitcher has not done perhaps in franchise history. So that's what stands out about this Braves team. That's what makes this team, in my opinion, clearly the best team over the past 20 years, even over the 2019 team, is because of their pitching and their ability to be able to miss bats. On the flip side of things, maybe not necessarily as big of a positive, the Braves did set a new franchise record in terms of producing the most strikeouts by the pitching staff, their lineup also struck out more this year than any other previous Braves team has in franchise history. So both the lineup and the pitching staff produced more strikeouts in terms of their respective part of the games than any other Braves team has in franchise history. So sure, a lot of strikeouts, but also a lot of production due to the approach that comes from the pitching staff missing bats and the Braves prioritizing power. It's been a lot of fun, but that's the thing that really stands out about this team. Even when you saw in the offseason them lose a critical, critical part to their success over the past decade in Freddie Freeman, this season shows 
why the Braves obviously are going to be just fine. Obviously, the trade for Matt Olson, especially how special he was over the past uh, week or so of the season, that made a key difference. Hopefully, that goes into the playoffs as well. But the rest of this team is just absolutely coming together and seeing how this team is already succeeding when many other most important players are still before their prime, that's what makes this team so scary and what makes this team so exciting moving forward for Braves fans. So in many ways, we witnessed the best Braves team that we have seen in two decades. And while we won the World Series last year, it'd be pretty fun to be able to not only defend that World Series, but do it with a team that clearly is one of the best in the majors. And as Eric Cole mentioned yesterday, and I agree with, clearly a team no other team wants a part of when it comes to this year's playoffs. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So with the regular season now over, let's set the scene for when the Braves are known. They know for sure they will be playing next. Obviously, in this year's playoff setup, there are now six participants in both the American and the National League. Twelve total teams in the playoffs. And it's very similar to how they set it up in the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. And so you'll have, in the National League side of things, you'll have the Dodgers and the Braves are the top two seeds. They both get a bye, and neither of them will play until Tuesday of next week. Their opponent in the National League Division Series is to be determined based off this weekend's games in the wild card round. So the Padres will be traveling to New York to play the Mets. That winner will play the Dodgers. Obviously, of most importance to Braves fans is the fact that the Phillies will be tra- will be traveling to St. Louis to play the Cardinals, two very familiar opponents for the Braves. In the wild card round, the Mets and the Cardinals are the higher seeds. So all three games of the wild card round this weekend will be in St. Louis with the Phillies facing the Cardinals and in New York with the Padres facing the Mets. The Braves, in terms of their schedule, their next game will be Tuesday of next week, October 11th, and they will play the winner of Philadelphia and St. Louis. That will be determined Saturday or Sunday. The NLDS schedule itself 
also has changed up a bit as there's only one day of rest. There's only one off day in the National League Division Series this year. In terms of Atlanta's National League Division Series, based off whoever they'll play, Game 1 will be in Atlanta on Tuesday. Game 2 will be in Atlanta on Wednesday. Off day on Thursday. And then on Friday, the game will either be in St. Louis or, or Philadelphia. Then a week from Saturday, it'll be either in St. Louis or Philadelphia. And then it'll be in Atlanta a week from Sunday. Of course, a week from Saturday, a week for Sunday are necessary. So just some knowledge on how the playoffs will play out this year. A bit of a different schedule, a shortened time frame within each series. But when it comes to the Braves themselves, the next time they will play will be to be determined, but it'll be Tuesday of next week. And of course, now with the regular season over, the shift in terms of what to look for, what news to potentially wait and see that will impact the Braves for the National League Division Series is injury updates on a few important players, as well as the roster announcement that will occur before the National League Division Series. Well, the Braves did get a bit of good news on Thursday. As Spencer Strider, as many were looking forward to hearing about this week, Spencer Strider did have a throwing session on Wednesday. Brian Snicker said in a flat ground throwing session, he felt good. They're going to continue to ramp up his ability, as um, David O'Brien mentioned. They're going to continue to ramp up his ability to be able to actually, you know, get into simulated situations, go through, you know, his normal bullpen sessions. And if Spencer Strider can continue to feel good through those sessions, there's a good possibility he could be available for the National League Division Series. Of course, as we mentioned, Ozzie Albies potentially returning, that becomes a bigger storyline if the Braves were to advance to the championship series. And the reason why I pointed out the fact that the Braves this year by far were the most productive pitching staff a Braves team has ever had when it came to strikeouts this season is because that means that this Braves team is more equipped than perhaps any other version has been for the playoffs. One of the big reasons why the bullpen last year was so effective in the playoffs was their ability to produce strikeouts. The ability for the Braves bullpen to produce strikeouts in the playoffs, it went up another level or two compared to the regular season. There were so many examples of big strikeouts, none better, of course, than Tyler Matzik's performance in Game 6 against the Dodgers. But if the Braves can get Spencer Strider back, and then they have the strikeout capabilities of their options in the bullpen. That pays off big time in the playoffs. No better example of it than last year. But in late game, high leverage situations, being one of the best team in the major, and one of the best teams in the majors, when it comes to the ability to miss bats, that becomes even more critical of a capability in the playoffs. So that's why it's so important for the Braves to not only get Spencer Strider back as soon as possible, but for him to be at his best when it comes to his strikeout capabilities as an option to potentially start one of the games in the NLDS. And that's the great thing about this weekend is that we're going to still have baseball. The wild card series starts off on Friday for our for the series we're going to be most focused on. The Cardinals and Phillies play at 2.07 Eastern on 
Friday, they play at 8.37 Eastern on Saturday night, and then if necessary, they'll play at 8.37 Eastern on Sunday night as well. So that's when the series that contains the Braves' next opponent, that's when they'll be played this weekend. So we'll still have plenty of baseball to enjoy. It's just going to be nice to know that the Braves are going to be resting up, getting healthy, being able to put together a game plan that really, really could help out going into this NLDS next week. So hope you enjoy being able to watch baseball, stress-free baseball. We're not having to sit here and watch the Mets, hoping that they'll lose so we can, you know, win the division. Obviously, I'm going to be honest. Hey, they want to lose. If they want to get a first-round exit, go ahead. That's fine with me. But obviously, the most attention is going to be on the Cardinals and the Phillies, a series that contains two teams that the Braves not only know very well, but they have very good rivalries with, especially the Cardinals when it comes to the playoffs and the Phillies when it comes to the division. And that's the thing that we're going to have for you throughout the coming days on the podcast to be named later, as well as the upcoming Battery Power podcast to preview the NLDS. Plenty of discussion. Who would the Braves rather face? When they find out who they face, where are they going to have the advantages? All that great content coming this weekend. Make sure you check out the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and free on all, all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just click that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. We'll be back with you tomorrow looking at some more fun from this regular season on the Daily Hammer. Hope you have a great Thursday, or hope you have a great Wednesday night and the Thursday. Have an awesome Thursday. Get ready for days full of playoff baseball starting this weekend, and hope you will you have fun, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. Yeah.